We're back. First time parents, toddler edition. Uh, today we're going to be talking about how our toddler has become a fucking teenager. And we say that because, oh my God, the anger that is coming out of this little hormonal raging three-year-old at the moment feels like I'm looking at myself when I was a teenager. Um, I've kicked hubby out of bed today and I've brought my girl, Rachel Gwen, coaching. She's actually a parenting and child coach. And uh, welcome to the show, Rachel. Come join Thank me in you. bed. Thank you. <laughs> I say, Thank you, Heidi. I say bed, but we're secretly both recording. Well, you're in your bedroom. I'm in. Yes. I'm in the study today because there's better internet. You're in the in your bedroom because there's better internet. Okay. Um, but Griffo's at work, so I w- really wanted to talk to you about you know our toddlers becoming teenagers. We've been recording this podcast. This is the toddler edition. We basically expose our relationship through this podcast. And we also really talk about the struggles of being a parent and having different parenting styles. Um, and we bring it to the table and we discuss in bed in a real raw, honest, um, you know, vulnerable way. So Rachel, welcome. Love it. Thank you. Thank you, Heidi, for having me. What is a parenting and child coach? Because a lot of people are probably seeing coach everywhere. It's really kind of got big over the last um, few years, uh, you know, but before we jump into, you know, the toddler is a teenager, can you just let us know what is a parenting coach? Well, for me, I, um, I go in and a parent invites me into their home and they'll have you know, um, a behavior that there's something going on for them. And as a coach, I go in and listen and, um, I guess, guide them into the journey on on their journey to their goals that they would like to reach, either online or, you know, face-to-face. But they invite in and then we get, I get to know the family um, as a whole and what, you know, who everybody is. And they, and we work together like that to, to get whatever goal they want to achieve, we uh, we achieve that. And it's usually to understand, get better communication with their children, to have better, stronger relationships to, um, yeah, that kind of thing. So I, I love it because mo- I, I think our parents would probably say, we didn't even have a book back in the day. And that's we're the right. Same. We don't have a fucking book either, but lucky now we've got technology where we can talk on podcasts like this. I know that was the biggest thing when Griffo and I shared this podcast from the get-go, you know, from the the week old that Memphis was, people felt less alone. And so that's probably why they are coming to you, um, you know, because there is no book on parenting and sometimes we do need support and help and it's okay to ask and pay for it. Absolutely. And you know what? And a child isn't a book and we can, I'm, I'm a, victim of this, reading every single book on the shelf, wanting to understand how, wanting to know how to understand my child and so I can be a better parent. That's, that's all we want is to be the best parent we can for our child so that they grow up resilient, great human beings, kind, caring, you know, all this wonderful stuff and they, they can, you know, face the challenges of the world and all this stuff and you want to make sure of that. No, I love it. But what is your experience and expertise to become, you know, a coach? And I know you've got a program, Nurturing Potential. We'll chuck all that in in show, show notes. But, yeah, what is your expertise and experience? Uh, well, actually, I went to be an au pair in America when I was 18 yeah. and I worked with about 10 different families. And while I was really fortunate and I realize now how, fortunate I was because I was working for a lot of mainly two different families but a lot of different families after after a while 
And what I was doing, I was going to school, university, learning um, how to be a teacher. And I was seeing the behavior, you know, I was learning child psychology and all this stuff. And I was actually seeing it in real life. Like I, you know, wow. I was living it. So you're yeah. a teacher, so a teacher, I, you've worked yep, with 25 children. years. Yes. Yep. And then now yep. you're going in and actually c- coming into the space of parents, which is so awesome. Yes. Yeah. Because, you know, I saw a need, like parents were always asking teachers, you know, oh, you know, or, or just sharing all these beautiful stories or stories like, oh, help me. I think the biggest thing that I'm struggling with, um, and I know I've been talking to a lot of uh, other mums from Mothers Group, and I know you've talked to a lot of the women that you're connected with in your communities, is the big emotions, especially around anger. And it's, yeah, like it feels like your toddler is a teenager. So can you dive into that a little bit? I know firsthand for me with Memphis at the moment, I probably feel like I'm screaming once a week, which I've never done. I never wanted to be that mum. And then I, I keep getting reminded we're human, Heidi, like, you know, but it's yeah, because yeah. he's he's got this anger going on and it feels like it's directed at me. Yeah, totally, because it is. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because you're, the, you're the, the closest one in his world. You're the one who's the safest. You're, you're his world. He is how three? Yeah, three. You, yeah, you are his world. So, yes, he is shouting and screaming at you. <laughs> However, the difference comes that it's not about you. Mm, it's got okay. everything to do with what he's feeling, right? Because he is angry. And he might be angry because the last cookie's been eaten or he can't have whatever he wants for dinner or he doesn't want to wear those pair of trousers because he wants to wear, you know, whatever the frustration Mm. is that's huge in his world right and that's and and the beauty of this is and this is where I switch it up for parents is because instead of thinking of like oh my god how can I control this how can I what could you know like what ah is actually flip it on its head and think about it and think about it like this um he is he is feeling his way in the world he needs to he has never been taught he's never felt these feelings He's, he's not being taught. He doesn't come with a, as you said before, he's not born with a, a pre-program, like this is how I do shit. It's not there yet, right? Yet. And so when he's, when he's doing that, it's not personal. So take that personal and shove it out the window. And it's all about him, right? And his frustration. And that, whatever that, because my husband used to be like, you know, really, you know, behind her, you know, really, you know. However, that is big in their world as it is in the teenagers because you know why? It is all about them. It is all about them. So how the hell do we deal with ourselves then in those moments? Because just for an example, we've talked about on the podcast before, the other day um, it was just a normal morning, you know, we started fighting about like, he wanted the green thing. So I hand him the green plate. Then he get, I don't want the green plate, mom. I want this. And then it's like, you know, back and forth. And yeah. then I saw him, he goes, oh, pushed his smoothie away. And it was just about to push it all down the couch, which we've had to, you know, move it outside to clean it. And I went to grab it and he looked me dead in the eye and just went whack and pushed it all the way over. And so yep. do you know what I mean? In that moment, I'm like, is my kid psycho like that's what I think do you know what I mean and then like that's you know it's like he, yeah he's a toddler you probably yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> no, 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 I love it. No, 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 no. Yeah, testing the boundaries, it sounds like, because yeah. that's exactly, that's very age appropriate. So, yes, we do. And that's where a coach comes in. We, we need to be curious about what comes up for us. Absolutely. I Absolutely. screamed. I screamed and I felt like my head was going to blow off yes. because in that moment, I was so overwhelmed by what I saw in front of me that I had to dismantle the couch. I had to get Griffo to come home to do that. Otherwise, it was going to stink up all day and ruin the couch. So in that moment, and I just had rage coming out of me. And like I said, this is only, this is new for me. Like I grew up, my yeah. dad was a rager, um, mm-hmm. but that's what I was like. I never want to be that. But no. lately I'm like, fuck, rage is coming up. Like I, you know, and I don't directly yell at him, but I'm just like, no. yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. And you're human. You're a human being, being human, aren't you? In that moment. Right. And it's how we react. And, so, and you can't always breathe in that moment because you just need to react. Same as yeah. the toddler, same as anybody else. Um, it's how you respond afterwards that makes all the difference. All so the difference. what do we do? How yeah. do we respond? Well, you, you, I mean, in that moment, he's, he has done something that he shouldn't have done, right? I mean, however, um, if you do rage, I would get it out. You get it out. And then we deal with the situation at hand. You know, I would, if you need to take, because I mean, what's, what's a few moments? Like, you know, what's a few moments? Just to go, right, I just need, because you've raged and had a bit of a scream and then just gone, okay, you know, in that moment, you can take a few, you know, five seconds in our brain's a long time, right? So you just have to count down from five to one. That, and then what did you do? Did you remove him from the couch? Did you have to, what did you, what, what happened? I mean, like. Every time I tried to clean it, I kept getting angrier because I knew how big a situation it was, which it sounds so dumb now saying no, it, it, a I smoothie mean, yeah. on the couch. But the fact of where it went, it like had to dismantle it. We had to get it outside. I've now got to go get, like I said, get Griffo, his dad home. And in that moment, I was just like, fuck, like I don't have time for this. Like we're we want to go to the beach. We want to have fun. And then he tried to cuddle me and I was like, I can't, I'm so angry. And yeah. then, and then anyway, once I raged probably about five times like that, as I was clean, trying to clean, I then just started crying, crying. My eyes out. And I said to him, I can't do this anymore, buddy. I can't keep fighting like this. I can't, it's literally breaking me. And I was just, and then he was just cuddling me. He's like, you okay, mommy? I'm like, thank you, darling. And I said that, that anger is, I said, because now it just feels like this is such a big deal and blah, 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 and daddy's going to come home. And then I said to him, daddy might be angry, so you just need to be prepared for that, that daddy might react how mummy's going to react. Anyway, Griffo didn't. He was just like, oh, buddy, and, you know, tried to talk to him about it and stuff. And so I had the conversations and all that kind of stuff afterwards. Yeah, yeah. But it's like the feeling of shame and guilt yeah. and, you know, it's, and yeah. like I said, this is feeling like a little bit regular at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, I, there's a lot, there's a lot, that's a loaded question, isn't there? Because there's, there's things coming up for you. There's in that moment, he wasn't thinking of the couch or anything like that. He was just testing you and he, he wouldn't have known the repercussions to that at all. I think right? he did because he's done you it think before. So? I think this is what Griffo and I were saying. It was like he knew, like he knew he was pushing it over the edge of the bench. Over right. to the Well, yeah, he wouldn't know he's doing that. Yeah. But what I mean is the repercussions, the you know, like oh yeah. He's not he's not thinking. He is literally in the moment of I want to do that and there's nothing stopping me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just like a the way, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, it's very important, you know, in, in, you know, because that, that is a big deal. That's, that's, 
how's the couch now? Oh, it, it's it, we've got to get a cleaner for it and stuff as well. But it is it is what it is. Like it's a couch, yeah. you know what I mean? And yeah. that's why uh, yeah. those moments, that's where I have that battle of like, fuck, I don't want to screw his screw him up by being that person but in that moment there was like no control no and there's not like those well I mean it maybe feels like those moments are happening you know a little bit more at the moment but uh, I you know how you respond afterwards and explain because then once they once they and in, in his in the way he would understand you know like mummy um mummy mummy was really you know I was angry that was me being angry yeah because rem- remember Zero to five years old, it's you are the imprint of his life, and he is learning. So, so actually going through the process verbally is a very good idea. Mummy is really angry right now. I, I'm not even frustrated. I'm angry. That's a smoothie on the couch. And you know, I mean, worst case scenario, yes, you've had to get a cleaner in. It's you know what I mean. Like no one's hurt themselves. No, you know, in the in the mm. in end scheme of things. However, there are boundaries, and we need to. And so he needed to understand. And in, whether he not he knew. Or not doesn't really matter. Mummy was really angry. Did you see mummy angry? Oh my, you know. And then not making light of it, but then explaining the process through that and going. And I had to be I was a bit angry for a little while, and then mum had to go. You know what? Okay, what's the, that's that? Okay, let's deal with it now. Now I need to know what can I do. What do I need to do first? That's what mummy was thinking. What do I need to do first? I needed to make sure that you were okay or, you know, what, you know, and then, mm. so we had a chat about it or make sure that, you know, well, whatever the, whatever it was, what I needed to, or you needed to make sure you were okay. You needed to calm down first because sometimes in some situations we need to let them know that actually we had to look at our, after ourselves first, because that's a good role model because they will do the same and we want them to mm. think about themselves. Right. Because when we deal with things like this, we're actually raising resilient children. This is how we raise resilient children. So I understand that it might feel like, and it does, right? You know, you. I remember I had a I had a baby under my arm and a toddler I was running after, and it felt like every day was, you know, woo, you know, I got, I would get to bed, you know, wouldn't even be able to get unchanged someday, right? I would be yeah. exhausted, you know. Um, and then yeah, I I did I did the guilt, and what I would say to my parents with guilt is get the fuck over that as quickly as you can, because. Um, you are a human being being human and we will only pull, you know, in our brain how we go to that filing cabinet of what we know, right? Mm. And we go there and, oh, we've never dealt with this before. There's no fucking manual to know how to deal with this. So I'm just going to deal with it the way I'm going to deal with it. Oh, shit, that wasn't the great. Oh, crap. I didn't deal with it the right way. Oh, shit, now I feel like, you know, like that's how we go. Yeah, the shame. The shame, right? But that's not, oh, whoopsie, that's not helpful. That's Mm. not that nothing. So... I trying to or training and and reframing it and saying actually yeah I could do being conscious that's the word being conscious yeah okay that happened and uh, yeah maybe I reacted that way it was a big deal because it was a smoothie on the couch and I had to however I'm not gonna I'm not gonna beat myself up about the way I reacted because that was me being me you know Mm -hmm. and being okay with that and that comes from you know making sure we haven't got any you know we've dealt with our limiting beliefs that has to make that make sure that we've not got the parts going on you know we, we it's need to interesting make sure. that you say that because Griffo and I've been talking about this and working with my coach and I said there's something underneath that um that makes me talk about 
uh, makes me think that I'm a shit mum in that moment. And I think what it is, it's all these other people's opinions that I've heard. Don't yell at your kid. You'll screw them up. Zero to seven. Most important years. And so then in that moment, I then just experience intense shame. And then Memphis is experiencing shame as well because he's heard me yell. Like I saw the shame in his face, you know. Mm, Um, And then also the other day when it happened like maybe two weeks before, similar incident with the fucking smoothie, and I was literally like, oh, my God. (sighs) I had to walk away like having full-on panic and I was like, screamed it out and then I could hear him getting angry at himself that he'd upset me yeah yeah and we will so he if we shout they will shout if we hit they'll have so this is where okay so this is where I I get all confused with all this parenting stuff and I was like that's why I need you on because it's like we need to show them how to encourage their um you know encourage like being angry and this and that and get it out of them because our parents never did that and we've been so suppressed and now it's coming out when we're adults but then I'm like, am I showing him like, cause sometimes I'm just like, Rah! In, you know, in a pillow or whatever. And then I'm like, am yeah. I encouraging this angry kid or do you know I mean, what what's, I mean? wrong with an, what's wrong with an angry kid though? I mean, we all get it. We all feel stuff, right? I mean, yeah. I don't know about you, but there's a lady called Joe Clark who did my NLP and I said to her, well, my child's so angry. She goes, what the fuck's wrong with an angry kid, right? <laughs> Yeah. So neuro-linguistic programming, for those who want to know what NLP is, I've just done it recently myself. And yeah, there is definitely a limiting belief of me, I think, coming up of being a shit mum. There's a fear under that. What's up with that, Heidi? I mean, seriously, you know what I mean? And I know, I reckon when others hear this, everyone's going to say, yep, they all go, because, you know, we, we do, we put so much emphasis on, on, on this job it's the most important job we're raising little humans you know like it is it's really um and I guess uh, I did write something down actually I wanted to say because it's funny that we're talking about this because I wrote these few things that I wanted to remember and that's right so I wanted to remember to talk about this this is and this will directly relate to this it's connection before correction right and have you ever heard of this connection actually yeah 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 I have heard yeah yeah so Obviously, that smoothie, either, I mean, maybe there's an idea there with um, maybe we don't get a smoothie or anywhere near the couch or anywhere, you know, maybe we get it outside now. Do you know what I mean? Maybe that has to, to completely change that situation. Well, I, I will come yeah, back but, to you with that, but yeah, I don't want that, to I just you. had a thought. Yeah. No, no, no. Anyway, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. this connection, connection before correction. So um, children have to feel validated and understood before they can do any kind of learning. So this is when, you know, we, we've grown up and you remember that teacher that you really connected with and you probably learned a lot. You probably learned a lot in that class because you just felt accepted and safe and awesome. Or even, you know, like, yeah, any, any, any person that takes time to understand and validate a child, the connection that there would be a connection there, a child's going to learn anything, right? And so this is where it comes in. You want to make, we want to make sure as, as parents that we are connecting with our children so that when we do have to correct, it's not going to be as huge, if that yeah. makes sense, right? And so with toddlers, we do need to be a little bit more, we do need to think ahead a little bit more, you know, kind of plan a few things out because they will get into everything and it will happen like that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Things happen really fast, right? And so we need to, um, we often, I guess, often as, as human beings, often attempt to solve the problem first before establishing the correction. Or, I mean, I know that you've got a connection with your son and I'm not saying that you don't. What I'm saying yeah. is that 
we do, we must make sure that we have that connection and that we at a certain level with our children, you know, and, and, and understand that it's, even though they've triggered us, they haven't done that on purpose. They're not going, I want to get my mum today. How can I trigger my mum? Are you sure? They're pretty smart. <laughs> I mean, they are very smart. And I guess sometimes there is a thing I, I do want to push her over the edge. I want to see how far I can go. I think they you know? do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and that's also like, you know, you you were testing my boundaries there, you know, and you I I would call it out with my kids you were testing my my patient weren't you and in a in a jokingly way because laughter and you know breaking state before you have that serious conversation is a really good idea you know like maybe having a bit of a laugh before you go into lecture you know not lecture mode but into that mode but I mean because even a three-year-old will understand and make connections with all Mm. that stuff right yeah and I guess if um and if those things keep happening then I guess he needs to I get you know because yeah this airy fairy not airy fairy this um how do we connect with our child and make sure that we grow them you know build them resilience and build strong relationships but and also have those boundaries but we need and we need those boundaries children have to have them they absolutely have to have them and so with a three-year-old they want control it's all about them having control the world revolves around them and they want control right of yeah. and same with a teenager too right they want control of their of stuff yeah. And so to make it very clear to them that they do have control. So that whole, you know, would you like cereal or toast this morning? Would you like to wear the blue shirt or the red shirt? You know, so um, and making it almost interesting. So when, you know, um, lowering your voice and making it a bit more magical or whispering, whispering the instructions or, mm. you know, making yeah. it a little bit more out the box because they're all about that kind of stuff. You know, they're, 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 their imagination is, I guess it's the age for the imagination to really, no scientists, but I do know that it's, it, well, that's why we read them books and, you know, talk about all that stuff because their imagination is going to grow in this, in this time. Right. And so you want to, and you can use that to your advantage as a parent. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah oh my God. I love you that know? you say that. Cause that's how I got through this morning. Like now at the moment, he doesn't want to take his nappy off cause he doesn't wear them in the day, but still sleeps in them at night. Didn't want to take it off. And I, I literally got into play with him and I was like wearing it on my head and like, <laughs> you know, come on, we've got to go to the, and trying to get to the toilet. I'm like, you can throw it at me. And we started playing a game. Um, but I just want to quickly go back to the connection thing before oh. correction. And then I want to talk to you about the discipline around it with different parenting styles. Cause I think that's really interesting. Um, and I know some women that, you know, came to you were really interested in this question as well, but can you just give me an example of like the connection part before the correction? So say we'll use the smoothie as the example, okay. how would I have ensured that I connected with Memphis before like you know I've raged trying to clean it raging how how, can you just example the connection for people who are like I don't know if I do I do that yeah what does that look like sure totally so when you're ready you know to actually have engaged because you need to make sure that you are ready at the same time and um not at the the same time you need to make sure that you're ready what I would suggest is to ask the child Memphis uh are you ready to have a conversation or a talk with mom, a chat with mom about what just happened? Right. So that's subconscious mind. Cause he'll say, yeah. Right. Or, or he might, he might not, he might, he might say, no, I'm not ready. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask you and I'll put the timer on and we'll do five. I'll put the timer on. Cause it's a, that's a black and white thing, right? Yes. Control. I'm going to put yeah. the timer on and in five minutes, three minutes, whatever you choose in one minute, one minute, probably good long enough. Um, for three year olds, one minute, then you make a choice, right? We can do this yeah. or we can, 
Okay, ready? Yeah, you're going to ready. Okay, awesome. We're ready. Now, Memphis, I want to let you know that mommy loves you. Oh my God, I love you, Memphis. And maybe make it, you know, like, and then, and then, and what was that all about? Mm. I saw you push that smoothie all over the couch. Did you see mum rage? Yeah, because that smoothie now is, you know, I'm going to have to get it clean, you know, like someone's going to have to come in and clean it because, and that's going to cost some money. No, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, that wasn't a great choice, was it really? I don't know. I don't know if we would ever do that again, would yeah. we? Yeah. Right? Are you giving, because language is so important too, right? We want to, it's like that, oh, don't run. No, use your walking feet, please, right? And because of the, remember the subconscious mind doesn't recognize a negative. Mm. It's not don't run yeah. means, okay, I'm going to run with the scissors in my hand, you know, like, <laughs> oh, my God, right? Yeah. So it's the, it's the language, being, being, being very conscious of the language. And, and I'm not meaning like everything you say because you're human, you're a human being, being human, you know, because mm. you can always, it's always, you can, we can say things. I mean, we have to be, we have to be conscious about that. But if we do make a mistake, we can always go, you know, that wasn't probably the best thing at moment, you know, whatever, because yeah. you that he's learning. He's learning that because he's, he is a sponge. They all are. They're like taking everything in. Mm. Right. And, 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 and that's a good thing because that's how they're learning to be people, humans. Mm. Um, I really love that. I think that was a beautiful example. And I think just as a reminder, even for me, I have these conversations, but even going through what happened and like, you know, talking about it and yeah, that, that was, yeah, I love that. Um, the other thing is discipline. And I think with different parenting styles, I think we all, so hubby now, Griffo wants to him not to have a smoothie for two weeks. That's the discipline. He's not to, so you tell him Heidi every morning that he can't have his smoothie because you remember what happened. And I'm like, fuck, he's three. Like really Mm. do we, are we, do you know what I mean? Uh, and Griffin's like, well, I this is how I learned. I had toys taken away from me or I had this or whatever. And I'm like, shit, maybe I'm a soft parent. But I'm like, the smoothie's where I hide the vegetables, you know, that's where I hide the spinach. <laughs> exactly. Put- it's exactly, exactly. So it's actually exactly. like, well, we're missing out on, you know, giving our kid nutrients and stuff. That's where my brain kind of goes. Yeah. But Yeah, exactly. That's beautiful. I'm, I'm glad you raised this because that's the other thing. Because a lot of people, you know, this is where, yeah, there's, um, so reward and punishment. I don't know about you, but I was raised, I got either rewarded for it or I got punished for it. Something, some, I constantly, you know, so I did something or something happened mm. and there was a reward or punishment. And so children, I very quickly learned that if I do this, that happens. So I don't want that to happen. So I'm going to make sure I do this. You very much quickly learned that how to please somebody, right? We very quickly are in me, it's definitely me. And I became yeah. a people pleaser because I knew that if I was to do this, I would have that. And I don't want that to happen. I want that to happen. So I was going to just do whatever she says, whatever he says. Right. And so we, I was raised as a people pleaser. And so, and that's not a very good thing because, well, we, we all, yeah, no, I'm not that anymore. And so what we want to do is plant a seed. You know, what we want to do is have a, have a bit of a more of a, um, they in control of their choices from that, this age, because that's how he's going to learn. You are in control of your choices and you're going to model that and that's what you're going to. And it's okay to um, expect it, I guess I say in an age-appropriate way, if that makes sense for, for him. The value, the what values of your of your family, you want to have get the nutrients into this little three-year-old because you know he runs around a lot and needs it, right? And so you want that smoothie to happen. I would be 
maybe thinking that the smoothie and the eating can go out or can go outside. Yeah. Maybe rather. And, and, you know, you know, so he's still getting a smoothie. It's not inside. And you're explaining to him, he might not want it. I mean, he might want to be outside. He's still going to get, but then um, you don't want to take you know, and, and remind him constantly remind him of his mistake or whatever happened. Right. Because then, yeah. you know, it's kind of like on, on repeat almost. Whereas you're like, this is, this is, this is what happened. And there needs to be a consequence, absolutely, because that's not okay. Maybe he didn't have a smoothie or maybe he, I don't know, lost. I, I mean, they say that the consequence needs to, or the, the, it needs to match what it is. Like he can't, you know, take away his iPad because it's got nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? So yeah. something, something like, oh, well, tonight actually after dinner, you, you, you won't get your um, afters because, you know, you, that's what happened. That's your consequence. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or whatever, yeah. you know, that's something like that, age appropriate. So so there's a consequence and then it's done. And then the next day moving on. Yeah, that's and that's yeah, that's what I kind of feel like as well. And I know yeah. like Griffo, that's where he does come in a bit more hardball. Like yeah. and yeah. you know, it's good, I guess, to have both. But whereas for me, I'm like, well, we're just not gonna go to the beach. We just didn't go to the beach that day. But Griffo every day, don't give him that smoothie, Heidi. Don't give him that smoothie. And I'm like, <laughs> And that right, was a natural consequence me- in itself, right? Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Sorry, before I forget, that was a natural consequence in yeah. itself. We didn't get to go to the beach because there was smoothie all over the, the yeah. couch. Sorry yeah. to interrupt, but that no, that's yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like that's because some things have a natural consequence. You know, um, at, at their different different ages, that um, oh, so my actions might have got consequences, and that is how it plays out as we get older. Does that yeah. make sense? Yes. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Well, and this is the thing, isn't it? It's like normalizing it as well. And I think that's why it's important to have these conversations on this podcast. Well, before we wrap up, I just wanted to get to the scratching and the hitting and which I guess is part of the anger. But again, like how can we react as parents? What can we be doing to, you know, so Memphis will is quite um if a kid pisses him off or if, you know, at the park or whatever, he'll go straight for the eye gouge, pretty much scratch the face. I'm having anxiety, uh, you know, and then sometimes he'll come out and he'll say, mummy, today at daycare, I hit so-and-so. Like he tells me and I go, oh, did you, darling? Now, why did you do that? And what happened? And we talk about like, you know, did he come, did something happen with them first or were you the one that went for, and you know, but when I'm in that social situation in public and he actually does it to Griffo sometimes, like goes for the scratch of the face, he doesn't really ever do it for me unless he's ang- really like in a big emotion, but with Griffo, it's kind of like a thing. What? How can we be helping with that? Okay. So it's obviously our reaction needs to be a, a firm no, you know, that, yes. that's your, your yeah. whole no. Um, and replacing that somehow. Like sometimes children are, um, you know, highly sensitive children. They need to go in and, I don't know, uh, be quiet and hide for a moment, like in a, you know, have a m- moment to just calm if they have that, um, if they have that opportunity in the environment to do so, um, they sometimes uh, a child maybe giving him like I know some children like to have you know throw a ball so that they want to hit and throw and punch and things like that. Actually, giving them that they want to have these big motions, or then giving them something to do like pushing furniture around in a safe in a safe mm. in a safe environment. Or you know, like when you're a, in it, the moment and then they oh, go yeah, for it, and it's like yeah. you know, well, like, it's, it's 
hold, no, it's, it's the holding the hands yeah. and absolutely, yeah. you know, no. I'm like no. launching him off another child at the playground, like, come on, Jesus. Yeah, and in, in that moment, totally, and then making it clear, coming straight out of the play place where you are and mm-hmm. going for a bit of a moment, you know, going for a, yeah. a, a total yeah. break, like a clean break on that moment. You know, yes. and then before you get in, and may and keeping the fluff out of the um out of the sentence, like, um, so yeah, just no hitting, no no scratching, you know, just being very and not yeah. having a long winded explanation of it, and before you go back in, being very clear, no yes. scratching, we will leave. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like yeah. just being, and if it happens, then you leave. Do you know yes. what I mean? You have, following through and consistency because it won't happen very often after that when they're like, actually, I'm not getting my own way. I have to leave. And I don't want that to happen. Mm. No, you know what I mean? Um, And, and if it keeps happening, then perhaps there might be something, you know, like uh, if it keeps happening, um, then you need to be more curious about what the trigger is or, you know, like writing down what's the, what is the trigger before the behavior? It's um, if some kid comes in his personal space or if he thinks it's his. Do you know what I mean? Like, and he's not. Oh, yeah. So he's away. lashing out. Yeah. He's lashing out. At, you know, like on his birthday, he did it to his little bestie, Banjo, because Banjo wanted his trolley and Memphis was like, and Banjo took it off him and Memphis just straight for the face. But, you know, at the park, it's a little bit like, hey, buddy, this isn't yours. Like, you know, I kind of get why you're doing it at home. But, like, at the next-door neighbor's house the other day, he, it was the next-door neighbor's car, but Memphis won it and just fully was on top of him and I'm like oh my god again god. Like, yeah like, no no, no. A- age appropriate right age appropriate because he doesn't have the vocabulary to all he doesn't maybe he does but in that moment he's not going stop right yeah so you could model that for him like and set it up like as in well that's what I know. say I say buddy you need to come to over to mom or another adult and say um, help me this, uh, you know, I can't talk to this little kid about this issue or whatever. Yeah. Like I just, or just the word stop, like stop, stop yeah. it. Or, you know what I mean? Stop. Like give him yeah. a very short, stop. Yeah. just stop it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, cause, uh, yeah, he, yeah. Telling the child stop instead of, yeah. <laughs> or whatever word, you know, Yeah. <laughs> because it is age appropriate and they are going to test that. And, and it's not like, um, it's not like he's like, oh, I can't do it here because I'm at my neighbor's house. It doesn't care. He doesn't, he doesn't, that, just because yeah. I want that thing, and the and the and the motion or the the feeling of want is so far greater than than hitting, you know. Like, yeah. You know, like, so. Oh, well, even on his own, if he gets oh. so frustrated at something, he'll try and bite his toy, like ah. And I'm like, buddy, it, this is where we've got to throw stuff if you need to throw it, or like we'll go over here. And if you're feeling that rage, let's stamp our feet. Yeah, 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 yeah. totally. Or does he have like something that he can? Um, bite because you yeah. know you, you know like a like they get those 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 soft my daughter had one it was like a, a lego block but it was a silicone one oh, and yeah. she it's a bit of a sensory thing you know some yeah. kids like but and so you don't want to take it away because they need an outlet but you want to replace it with something more resourceful I guess yeah I, I mean maybe a, a dentist wouldn't but the dentist just say the chewy thing was fine but I mean like you probably wouldn't just, want to yeah, probably don't want much, a piece of like, lego <laughs> no not an actual piece of lego a silicone one the one no, the stop no, 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 actual piece of lego <laughs> all right thank you so much I could talk to you I have I know uh I'm sure many of us have so many questions that relate to our toddlers so um I helped I I hope that helped with you know people that are feeling like their toddlers are teenagers at the moment that anger that's coming out that then can sometimes be reflected and you know felt 
within us. Um, so I'll drop all your details in show notes for people to reach out. Um, you've got Nurturing Potential, which is a great program, and then Rachel Gwen Coaching if you want to yeah. stalk. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for today you, for answering all awesome. those questions. Thank and you. like I said, if you have any questions for Rach, just slide into a DMs um, or stalk yeah, over um, on her links, which we'll chuck below. Um, but thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. You made me feel less alone. <laughs> Absolutely, girl. No, we're not alone. We're not alone in this journey. Not, not at all. Yes. Okay, let me just press stop. Well, thank you all for coming today um, on the podcast for pressing play. We're loving all your reviews. Um, appreciate all the love. And if you do feel like, you know, your toddler is ruling the house, just please know you are not alone. I'll have to get Griffo to listen to this podcast now. <laughs> you might learn a thing or two. <laughs>